There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. We had the good vibes on about from the Masters Golf Tournament and Sam Bennett. And he had his uh, last words his father ever wrote down on paper, perfectly tattooed on his arm to inspire him before he passed away from Alzheimer's disease. And uh, what were those words, Stat Man? Uh, don't wait to do something. And that kind of has inspired you a little bit here, hasn't it? it? Ironically, I have also tattooed on my forearm, Carpe Diem, seize the day. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of like what Cody Johnson says, till you can't. And mm -hmm. I'm taking those words to heart this week. And tomorrow I'm going to take off work and do something I've been meaning to do for a long, long time. Well, what's that? Uh, well, my dad passed away a couple years ago, and I reconnected with all my uncles, and we've been really trying to hang out more. And uh, this past Christmas, I found out my Uncle Andy has pancreatic cancer. Oh, and uh, anybody who's lived through pancreatic cancer knows it attacks fast. Mm -hmm. So I've been feeling like there's this clock ticking in the back of my mind that I got to get with my Uncle Andy, and we have some unfinished business to take care of. Uh, first of all, my Uncle Andy is the definition of Uncle Jesse from the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> Overalls, the beard, you'll see him out at Irons Fruit Farm, fixing the tractors, driving kids around on the hayrides. Aww. Just the greatest guy. Um, well, in the back of his barn, he has this old car that for years we're like, oh, we got to pull that thing out and get it running again. Mm -hmm. It's an Alfa Romeo 1976 little Italian sports car. Yeah. But it has like a busted chain inside the motor and will require the whole engine to be removed. And it's kind of a team job. And, sure. You know, one thing led to another. My car broke down. We worked on that. Uh, mowers broke down. We worked on that. But we never got around to this car. So tomorrow is the day. My brother, Uncle Duck, is in town. He's a mechanical <laughs> genius. And uh, we're going to dig this thing out of the back of this barn and try to get it running with my Uncle Andy. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. And you never, you, like you said, you know, the clock in the back of your head is ticking, so you might as well do it now. Do it now, yeah. Do this project now as a team, and he can see his old car running again. That's the hope. And my cousin Tony, his son, he's going to be out there, so us boys are going to be in the barn again, getting <laughs> greasy and dirty. So. Now... There is a lot of stuff in the way before we can even get uh -oh. to this. It's a whole project. Yes. Uh, my Uncle Andy had a mower shop in Mount Healthy for years, and all of those mowers and parts and stuff, and you think I hold on to things. <laughs> this oh, barn is full of them. It so runs I, in the family is yeah, what you say there. So I'm going to go over there and might come home with some free stuff, but uh, clean out the barn, and then hopefully we'll get this car running and uh, I can get my Uncle Andy behind the wheel again while he's still healthy and, yeah, and able to have awesome. some fun with us. Yeah. That's a wonderful thing. Uh, Alfa Romeo. Yeah. I love this for you, Stat. It's yeah. a goofy little Italian car that I know nothing about that I hope we can get <laughs> running. But, well, if anybody can, yeah. it's you and Uncle Duck and everybody else out there, <laughs> I think. Uncle 
duck. I love well, that. Well, best Andy of luck. Eden, yeah. This will be a wonderful thing when you get that engine to turn over. Well, I'll miss, miss you guys tomorrow, but I'll be totally busy and living in the moment. Heck yeah. Yes, love you it. should. Yeah. yeah. Till you can. It's a 714. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. This is just beautiful spring-like weather. It's got everybody just getting ready for, you know, outside activities. And one of the big outside activities every year, yard sales. People want to get rid of their stuff. They're spring cleaning. And Officer Nick is no exception. And this is where Ashley has a problem with her life right now. <laughs> Joining us on the phone is Officer Nick. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. So which one of you wants to... I'll explain it real you, quick. You want to explain it? Okay. So we have a lot of crap in our house, as I imagine most people do. And I'm very excited that Nick has proposed the idea of having a yard sale to get rid of some of that stuff, maybe make a little bit of money. Yeah, sell some shoes, right, Nick? <laughs> some yeah. of my shoes. Yeah, I probably could throw some in there. Yeah. Not a bad idea, Stat. And he springs this on me that the yard sale is going to take place, boom, this weekend. Okay, cool. Well, then he also informs me that he'll be at work. So... I got to do the yard sale. And huh? that's where I'm like, what? Hold, please. Wait, so it's his idea. Nick, this is your idea, but you're you're not going to be there to, you know. And you, you seem like the tailor-made guy to be at a yard sale. I can see like a little people. apron yeah. walking yeah. around. <laughs> got the little, 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 little cash box. Got a little yes. change yeah. thing on his belt. <laughs> here he goes, quarterback. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd love it. I would love to be here for it. I really would. I'm not trying to throw her under the bus and uh, not have control over this. But uh, unfortunately, I had to work, and our garage is full of stuff. Like, I don't want to wait and hope that when I'm off on a Saturday, the weather's good. I know the weather's good this Saturday. Uh, everybody, come on down, 8 to 2. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. Wow, there's, you know, I guess we're not even going to debate this. Wow. It's, it, uh, by the way, it's going to rain on Saturday morning. Just, so just a heads up. And, and also, are you... Are, are you aware of what you're doing here? You're you're giving her the opportunity to sell all your stuff when you're not around. Oh, well, I, I'm in uniform. I'll more than likely be here, uh, barring an emergency out. situation. I, I'll, I'll pretty much just patrol circles around the house. <laughs> and he's wow. going to make sure that yeah. brand new bike's not going down the road. Yeah, yeah. I heard oh, yeah. there's an electric bike I can get for like 200 bucks. <laughs> People will be driving Do by going, man, they must have some good stuff. They got an armed guard. It's <laughs> 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 an 8 o'clock a late start. I always remember yeah. they used to start earlier when I was a kid. Oh well, my gosh, I don't want to wake up yeah, any like earlier. Seven, like, yeah, you'll get the look like 7. People were waiting at 6.30. Mm-hmm. Like in your front yard. Yes. I had two female cousins I lived with in Nashville. One of them was moving to St. Louis, having a yard sale on Saturday. On Friday, somebody was knocking on her door going, uh, I'm, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. I'm going to be out of town. Can I see the items for sale? Yeah, That's yeah. next level. Yeah, hey, that's- hey, guys, I've got an early bird here already, right now. No way. My, yeah, the <laughs> handyman that I, that I hired that to, uh, to put on these exterior doors that we need, Ashley, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Robinson is going through the garage. He's picking up bourbon bottles. He's shaking things. He just found a, a really cool picture, the old skyscraper photo, the black and white one. I got it out here of the, you know, the construction guys from oh, the 1920s. Letting that go. 20s. I got to let some things go. I got to. And, and yeah, he's already sat that to the side. <laughs> Everything's got to go. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> look, look at us. We uh, spent a whole Saturday. We made $7.55. So, yeah. Rever, yeah. Rever, what if you did this to your wife? 
Uh, it would not happen. This would be a big problem. <laughs> she wouldn't even put it on. She wouldn't be out in the driveway. Oh, what? she's been talking about us doing a yard sale for eight years, and it's still. And then instead, it's like I got a bunch of stuff to take to Goodwill. It's just easier, and I'll write it off yeah. on taxes. Mm -hmm. Well, this years. stuff is going straight from there to there. So if you want it at a, at a discount, get it here because Goodwill is going to. Gonna charge oh my you. God. He's yeah. still selling no, here. No, 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 it's it's just in his blood, man. He just loves it. <laughs> all right, all right. One last thing here, Officer Nick. Here. What is the most primo item that will be featured at the yard sale on Saturday? Maybe the robot vacuum. It's. Uh, I think it's still got a tube sock stuck halfway up, uh, up it, but uh, I think that's gonna be a high dollar item. I don't want to know how yeah. the robot. Yeah. You didn't say. Notice you didn't say Roomba. So it's what, like a knockoff version. Yeah, legally I can't call it a Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, Spanish version, the Carumba. Or something. <laughs> wow. All right. So eight to two this Saturday. Actually, it sounds like it's on. Sounds like a job for my best friend. I'm going to have to call in the recruits. I'd have I'd have mimosas and Bloody Marys involved. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah see? Oh, now yeah. it's a party. Hey, lots party. of Nick and Ashley wedding stuff still available, too. Oh, my gosh. She's still going Bourbon on. Bourbon tasting at 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cannot wait. We should all do a bet. Oh. We should yeah. all put a bet and see how oh. much you're going to clear. That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, definitely need an over-under line on this. All right. I, I say that you will make $75. Oh, that is I was going to go higher than that. I was going to go 160. Okay, stack. Okay, I'll go 200 even. 200 yeah, even. 200 Man, even. you guys don't know me. I'm going to be charging like a fool. $500. Mm -hmm. oh. I hope you do. I hope you win. You but, make uh, 500 bucks. Like, yeah, that's yeah. a lot of money. He's going to come home and be like, did you sell the dog? Where's Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's going to be like, Applebee's on me. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good luck, Nick. All right. Thanks, guys. Start pricing stuff. Here we go. It's uh, 635. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, just moments ago, we had Officer Nick on the phone with us who has uh, set up a yard sale for him and Ashley to have coming up Saturday. Only problem is uh, he's got to work. So now it's Ashley <laughs> manning all the tables. Yeah. And uh, well, Westside Brian, you have a suggestion or maybe a possible assist for Ashley here? Oh, definitely. I mean, if Officer Nick's not going to be around, I'd offer, you know, my family services. And I got four kids and they can come help and they'll charge more than pride needed. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just want to, I want to, I'm a helper. I want to help. So if she needs a extra hand, let me know, and I'll be there. A whole team. I appreciate you, Westside, Brian. Yeah, this is awesome. You can't just do a garage sale by yourself. Trust me. My wife does them at least twice a year, and, yeah, it's all hands on deck around our house. So I also find out by helping out at the end, uh, you end up walking away with a lot of free stuff. Sure do, right? yeah. <laughs> hey, by uh, the way, please. Brian, how much money uh, do you guys normally pull in on a yard sale? I'd say a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, Don wrote in from Erlinger and said he's made fourteen to seventeen hundred dollars before on yard sales. Really? Damn. All right. Well, thank you very much, man, uh, Brian. That's All very right. nice of you to volunteer your services. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B one hundred and five. It's who was right last night. You're right on B one hundred and five. You know what? You're right.
Hopping into the uh, Who Was Right Last Night courtroom this morning, we have Candace. Good morning, Candace. Hi, good morning. I love your show. Thanks for having me. Oh, well, we love um, you too. And uh, I don't know if we love you as much as you love wine, though. Ooh. And it sounds like uh, you've got a real predicament here with some of that uh, grape juice, you know, over at a... Now, who, whose house were you got a problem with? We're not going against your husband. Who is it you're going against this morning? Who are we ruling for or against? Right. We went over to dinner um, to my husband's co-workers. Okay. And, uh, and yes, some grape juice. No, we brought some wine and, like, really nice wine. You know, bring something really, you know, that looked good, tasted good, and that they would appreciate. And so we bring it over, and um, we get there, and we show them this wine, and they're, like, delighted. Like, they know it's an awesome wine. And they immediately, like, take the wine and just put it into this cabinet. And so we, like, get into the dinner, and then I'm thinking they're going to, like, bring the wine out, you know. But they bring out this, like, bottom base-feeding cheapo wine that, like, Literally, I drank like in college, not even in college, in high school. And I was like <laughs> wanting to get a drink. And I was like, wait, what? Like, So you're saying kind of like communion wine? Like Moon's Farm. Yeah. The old Mogendale. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, just not a very exactly. good wine for those that know. I, I mean, I'm not a wine drinker. So I, other than communion, I don't ever have it. But I know yeah. there's people <laughs> with, with discerning palates can tell the difference. Yeah. I do have maybe one of those discerning palettes. And I was like, so we're getting into the meal and like we're going through and we get to the end of the dinner and we're still on this cheapo wine. that really doesn't like, it doesn't taste good at all. It like kind of makes what you're eating not taste as good. It's just not good. And so I was like, are you going to bring this out for dessert? Like, were you waiting to bring out the good stuff? But we get to the end of the night and like, they're like, you know, cleaning up and we're getting ready to go. And, I was like, where's the wine? So um, I feel etiquette-wise, like, that was not cool. I mean, I didn't specify. I wasn't like, oh, I brought this wine over so we could all enjoy it. But I just figured, like, the etiquette is that, like, yeah, we're going to share this delicious, expensive wine together. That's why I brought it here. But then when they, like, put it into a cabinet, I'm like, well, then, okay, I'm leaving now. Should I just take my wine with me? Was that like, is it like leftovers? Like, like we didn't get to the wine. So I guess that's leftover. I'll just take it in a doggy bag and we'll I drink like it at home. Thinking. Like what's yeah. the, I don't know. Like, what do you guys think is the etiquette? I don't know. Because I think the bigger question like, is here is, is, you know, you brought them a wine for your meal together. Shouldn't they have served it? Well, the, not at, if they thought it was a gift. If they thought, I mean, hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, it's like if you had shown up with a cake, you would have eaten that cake that night. Exactly. That's yeah. Hello. That's what I'm saying, you know. Yeah, I would have with the wine. Hey, exactly. I bought some mozzarella sticks. Guess what we're having for an appetizer. Here you go. Yeah. So, I yeah. don't know. I mean, I get, I get you. All right, well, uh, Candace, do you have a closing argument before we go to the jury here today? Um, the secret to living is giving. So share the wine. Share the wine. I, All right. That's, yeah, share the wine. Statman, where are you ruling? Are you ruling for Candace or the uh, co-worker? Uh, now, uh, Candace, I support you 100%. I'm all about taking the, you know, showing up with a case of beer and whatever's left, taking it with me when I go. But sadly, uh, my wife is, is, is taught me different and that when you bring it, you should plan on leaving it, no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. yeah, it, mm -hmm. unless you specify in the beginning that, hey, this wine mm. is to be drank tonight, 
then it is a gift. And technically, you're supposed to bring two bottles of wine because... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Two people, which you know, I get the oh, etiquette okay. thing wrong all the time. Okay. So I, I'm sadly going to have to go with your husband's co-workers because he didn't specify. Mm. Okay. Mm. All right. Okay. The etiquette question is interesting. I've definitely brought wine over to people's house, but I've never expected to drink it that night. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go husband's coworkers too. Dude, well, I'm going you, Candace. Mm-hmm. I'm all about you. You brought that <laughs> wine. You walk into a dinner with a bottle of wine. Hey, you're making the food. I brought the wine. Let's have a party. Yes. Here we go. You yeah. should have been drinking it that night. They, I mean, I, I get it's a gift, whatever, but it's kind of an implied gift of... Hey, you're opening this right now. It's not like a gift you got on December 10th and somebody gave you. Don't open that till Christmas. No, you're going to open that bottle of wine right now. But uh, two to one, uh, we have sided with your husband's co-workers. Let's see what our B105 listening jury has to say about this, though. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Hey, you got Cheers. it. B105 app <laughs> at 749B105. And uh, you know what? Next time, just stomp your own and bring it over. <laughs> Adder, I'm bringing it to your place because you sound like you're willing to share it. Oh, <laughs> Dang it, she's married. No. <laughs> All right, thank you, Candace. Thank you. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show, who was right last night. Uh, courtroom today, we had Candace, who, along with her husband, went over for a dinner at her husband's co-worker's house. So they brought a nice bottle of wine. They get there, give it to them, thinking they're going to drink it with the dinner that night. Well, the co-workers put it in a cabinet and serve some really bad wine, and they never open that bottle. So what's the etiquette here? Uh, well, we sided with the husband's co-workers two to one, saying it was a gift. But let's see what other folks have to say. Pat from Indiana, you're going to get us going in the B105 jury this morning. What do you think? Yeah, Big Dave. Uh, so let me get this right. If she'd have brought them scratch-offs, <laughs> they need to scratch them and share the money. Oh, that's a good point. Never thought of it that way. Give me some; it's mine. Yeah, a little different. Well, I, I guess, but it's really a weird way of looking at things, Pat. But I do know this: I'm never inviting you to a dinner party. That's <laughs> <laughs> a random thing to bring. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Have a great one, guys. You too. Angel from Wilmington is Team Candace, and why is that? Um, just because she took that as a gift. So if they were going to just have no alcohol through the night, they should have kept it as a gift. But since they brought alcohol out at dinner and had wine, they should have had hers. Uh-huh. They should have served hers because they were drinking wine anyway. Okay. It's kind of what Kyle right. Rice is saying. He messaged in and says maybe they should have said something when they arrived or spoke up during dinner like, hey, that wine I brought, let's go ahead and give that a try. Yeah, good idea. Right. Thank you, Angel. Appreciate it. Thank you. Kelly from Mainville is a wine snob, but has a few questions, and what are those? Well, first of all, you had me at wine. So <laughs> <I didn't> say that. <laughs> Second of all, what was it? Was it a white wine, or was it a red wine? Oh, she didn't say. She didn't well, say- if you're coming at me with a white wine, you can just stop and put it back. 
<laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, All I right. love that. What wine should she have brought? A Cabernet. A Cabernet, as um, long as you don't put it in the cabinet. Oh. <laughs> that is, I like that. Well, thank you very much, Kelly. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, Bye-bye. Jace from Cincinnati is on his way to St. Dominic and wants to weigh in on this. Jace, how old are you? Ten. Ten. All right, well, (laughs) let's get the uh, viewpoint of a child here. What do you got? Team Candace. And why is that? (laughs) Because you you should, if you you bring it to dinner, you you should, you should, dang it, um, you should drink it. Gosh, no age limit required on uh, weighing yeah. in here. Right. <laughs> it's communion wine. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, you, you win today, Jace. Thank you very much, buddy. Okay. Bye. Bye, buddy. Bye. Yeah, let's all take his advice there. It's uh, 746. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, uh, still talking about our hide the wine. Uh, Candace against her husband's co-workers brought the nice bottle of wine for a dinner. Never opened it. Put it away. And now we got Sue Ann with the definitive answer on who was right last night. Etiquette states, at least when I was a little younger, etiquette states that when you bring something, it is supposed to be eaten at dinner. It is an insult to the guests if they take something and they put it in a closet and they save it privately for themselves. Now, if if it's not food, that's a different story. But that's what Emily Post says. Well, that's what it was said a long time ago. What about uh, what in the Emily Post Guide to Etiquette book? Where does it say anything about scratch-offs? Because uh, that's what Pat... <laughs> <It does. laughs> yeah, you know, that that's a different story. <laughs> the Dave Show, live and local every weekday morning. Get your country on. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, Hardy and Lainey Wilson. And I would think Lainey Wilson kind of is setting a lot of fashion trends and country music with uh, her outfit. Ashley, you're kind of big into what she wears. Yeah, she's a bell-bottom country. She always looks super cute in anything I've ever seen. She's always wearing something new, something different, the wide-brim hats Mm -hmm. that I see others, like girlfriends of mine, wearing. And now it's taken over TikTok. It's a new trend. The coastal Cowgirl. And this is what we're going to be seeing at concerts, not just here in Cincinnati, but country concerts all over. And not just at concerts, they're saying. It's everywhere. They're saying now people that you wouldn't imagine own a pair of cowboy boots, they're picking them up and they're wearing them like every day. Does Dara have a pair of cowboy boots? Oh, yeah, she does. Of course she does. Are they white ones? She might be busting them out soon. Well, Coastal Cowgirl is the new craze and uh, Madeline Hagman is a TikToker and uh, she explains it a little further for us. Coastal Cowgirl is going to be the aesthetic of spring and summer 2023 and as your native Texan and lover of all things coastal fashion, I am here to tell you what the essentials are. First up, kind of an obvious, but a neutral cowgirl boot. Next, midi dresses that make you want to frolic in a field. <laughs> kind of obvious, don't need to go into too much detail here, but tank tops and white tees for layering. Next, a staple trucker hat slash baseball cap. Last but certainly not least, a staple belt. Kind of leans Western, but not too Western. All right, I can literally see someone stopping by the B105 van in this right now in my head. And looking super cute. And then you see me at the B105 <laughs> van trying to wear it, and you're like, <laughs> You look like a foot. <laughs> Stop like you it. tried. This whole term of a midi skirt or midi dress. Yeah. 
they this one right here for $25 at Amazon well, looks bad. super cute. But I feel like I would put it on and look like I'm supposed to be on like Little House on the Prairie. You wouldn't. Or it, it, I don't off, know. Right? And some of these girls oh. can just pull these things off. Lainey Wilson being one of those. And she constantly is wearing a hat. I'm talking not a ball cap, but a wide brim hat. Mm -hmm. Once you put a hat on as a woman, you're like committed because of your hair. Yeah. And especially if it's hot. You're carrying you know? it around. You're going to. And all I do when I'm wearing a hat. Wind blows. I touch it. The whole time I'm wearing it because I'm not comfortable in it. So I had no, this you're just working cow girl. Fashion, that's all. You're working it. Yeah. We'll, we'll go with that. Okay. So this is it, though. This is <laughs> this is it. So I better get with it. Uh, Kenny Chesney's been rocking this look for years. Y'all <laughs> just go get one of his shirts. or I, I, They say like a light blue or that teal color. Because Coastal Cowboy is a style also. And, and it involves jeans with flip-flops. Which I used to get made fun of all the time. No, oh, at least they that. can wear the flip flops to back. let their feet breathe. We're like, yeah, we're gonna stuck our <laughs> stick our feet in a boot and a midi dress. No, it's well, summer, y'all. We'll, we'll see where it goes. Uh, coming to a river bend or anywhere yeah. concert near you, Coastal Cowgirl. I'll try my best. There'll be a real fashion parade there. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Our good vibes today are coming right out of here. Cincinnati Children's Hospital. How about it? You know, amazing things happen there all the time, but the latest is just a brilliant idea that's soon going to be going worldwide because Cincinnati Children's Hospital is the first medical center in the United States to use a video game to help children relax when they need to receive anesthesia before falling asleep for surgery. Now, a lot of times when their young patients are going in for the procedure, they become very anxious when the anesthesia mask is placed over their nose and mouth. And as you can imagine, this can be a big struggle for the medical professionals in the operating room. But that's not happening anymore. And it's thanks to a doctor of nursing practicing at Children's Hospital named Abby Hess. Because Abby developed a video game that helps calm the children down before their surgery. What they do is when the anesthesia mask is placed over their face, it's connected to a tablet that the child is holding. Oh. Then their breathing in and out controls the cartoon animals they see on the screen, and they can send them through different challenges by breathing in wow. and out. And what does breathing in and out do? It calms you down. It takes the stress off. Abby says she just wanted to find a way to help kids feel calmer during this high anxiety moment. And this works great. In fact, it works so great that the Little Seed Calming Technologies Company based in Columbus, Ohio, has licensed the right to it. And they're going to market this app to other hospitals. Another great idea, born right here in Cincinnati, will soon be helping children all over the world relax during a very stressful situation. I love it. Yeah. Very too. nice. Way to come up with something awesome and worldwide, it's going. B. B105. This is the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. And this morning we've got Liberty. Uh, she is a fifth grader at Central Baptist Academy. Good morning, Liberty. Good morning. Are you ready to give us that dad joke of the day, girl? Yeah. Let's have it. So what happens when a sheep and a cow get mad? I don't know. What, what happens, happens when a sheep and a cow, cow get mad? They get in a bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nice. That's fantastic. What a great joke. Say it one more time. A bad mood. Oh, you put us all in a good mood today. Thank you so much, Liberty. You're welcome. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast. B105.com.